Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And welcome back to Meeting of the Minds. We're excited today. The great Buddy Lee. He uses jump ropes all the time. Not making a plug for him other than to say that he is the very best at what he does. Thank you for joining us. Skyler, let's bring it in. Robbie, we got a season. Nice. I love it. Hello. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I saw you at Blair a few years ago, right? Yes. All right. Yeah. My brother, my brother and I, we were talking about you before. We were saying, yeah, you were at Blair when we were over there that time. How's everything? You go to Blair? No, no. But we were just working with the team then. We Or we did a, a mindset talk with the team then. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So let's, let's jump into it. Do a short little interview, more informal. But talk about your mindset and some of your philosophies towards wrestling and your mental approach. Yeah, so mindset's something that I've really worked on in the last couple of years. Um, you know, I think that when anybody has a bad match, they're super upset about it. And, you know, there's been times where I've gotten into the mindset, like, I want to quit. I'm not good enough, this and that. And about two years ago, my mom said, you know, Skylar, like, you're a really good wrestler, but I don't think that your mindset's that great. And I kind of got offended. I was like, what do you mean my mindset's not great? Like, my mindset's fine. Um, but she was like, I think you, you know, should try talking to someone and getting a better mindset because I really do think, you know, wrestling's a mental game. So I started working on my mindset and, um, you know, talking with someone weekly, um, and, you know, just trying to figure out what areas I could improve upon. And I found that one area is acceptance, like accepting things for how they are. Um, I always had the mindset like, all right, if I, you know, wrestle five times a week and I do three cardios and I lift and I take care of that, I should win. 
And like, sh I've learned that should is a very bad word. And sometimes you just have to accept things for how they are. And, you know, even if I do put in the work and work as hard as I can, sometimes I'm going to lose. And, you know, that's part of wrestling. And that's part of life. And instead, you know, of crying about it and saying, I want to quit and stuff, you know, I just get right back to it the next day and do the best I can. So that's also been something that, um, you know, I kind of think about is just doing the best you can. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of like where my mindset is. Makes sense. Talk a little bit about you said at first, it was a little bit of maybe a little bit of defensiveness towards maybe talking with someone about mindset. And that is so common. We see that all the time. What do you think that is with with wrestlers and just athletes in general? And, and how did you overcome that to take that step where, hey, let me let me do it. What do I have to lose? It can only help me we'll talk about that. Yeah, I think that wrestlers are stubborn. I know I'm stubborn. So it's kind of a common thing among wrestlers. And, um, you know, it did take a long time for my mom to be like, hey, Skylar, like, you need to try this. Um, so, you know, I kind of said for a while, like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm fine, whatever. But I think it's just super important to try new things and to be open to new approaches, you know, like, whether it has to do with your diet, whether it has to do with your mindset, like just trying things and figuring out whether it works for you is so important because things that work for someone else are probably not going to work for me. But if I give it a try and see if it works for me, then maybe it does work for me and I can implement it into my training or, you know, my life. So I think that that's super important. Absolutely. And then you also spoke about acceptance and how important that is that you just have to sometimes accept that. We're going to make mistakes. We're not going to be perfect. We're going to lose sometimes. Talk about that mindset because wrestlers, it's so much control, control, control. We're not used to letting go of the reins a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I struggle with too. You know, I want to control every single little part of my life, whether it's my grades, whether it's um, wrestling, whether it's my weight. Like sometimes I'd be like, okay, I have to be within two pounds the day of weigh-ins or whatever like I can lose two pounds and I have to be two pounds over and if I'm more than two pounds then I'm gonna cry about it or I'm gonna freak out but now I'm kind of like okay if I wake up three pounds over four pounds over whatever like let's just get the weight off we'll deal with it that day so just kind of accepting things for how they are and knowing that I don't have um, complete control to change everything I can do the best I can you know, to get my weight down for weigh-ins or I can do the best I can to prepare for a match. But sometimes it just doesn't go your way and you have to take that experience and you have to learn from it and you have to come back better next time. And so I guess now I kind of look at it as I'm constantly moving forward. I'm not taking a step back. So every challenge I face, I kind of use it um, towards my, my momentum and moving forward and use it to better myself. And I look at challenges as, you know, they're going to make me better in the end. So any challenge I come across and any adver adversity I face, I know it's going to make me a better wrestler and a better person. That's awesome. And I love what you said about using that word should. And this was something that was big for me. I actually saw a sports psychologist back when I was in college and they pointed that out to me that I kept using the word should. It's funny because I taught that lesson to the business team that we work with, Northwestern Mutual. So we work with athletes. We also work with businesses. And we did those word changes today. Talk about how that was an aha moment for you. And if there was any other word changes or different things like that, mindsets that it was almost like a, an aha moment. That once you learn something simple like that, it had a big impact. 
Yeah, I I guess I just always thought that, okay, if I put in the time and the effort, this should happen, or I should beat this girl, or if I eat healthy and do everything I'm supposed to, then my, sh my weight should come down. So I was constantly using the word should instead of accepting things for how they are. Um, so I think that should is a really bad word because nothing ever really works out 100% how you know it's supposed to so I've kind of worked on my mindset by um, having a path so I think of everything as having a path you know I, I try to stay on the path as much as I can but sometimes sometimes I'm gonna have to veer off the path a little bit because things aren't gonna happen the way I want them to all the time so um, I kind of look at it as it, it as if I get veered off the path a little bit that's okay I just have to bring myself right back to it and um, you know, just kind of have that thing at the end of the path that I'm looking forward to, you know, making an Olympic team, making a world team. I know that the path isn't going to be smooth. It's going to be all over the place. But as long as I end up at that end goal at the end, then that's all that really matters. It doesn't matter the turns that I took along the way. Absolutely makes a lot of sense. And it seems like there are a lot of people who are on a path, but they're, they're hold up, not their hold up, but the, the thing that gets them is once they veer off path, not getting back on as quickly as possible. Is there anything you tell yourself in those moments that just snaps you back? Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, when I get taken off my path, I'm just like, okay, I, I can't let this take me in a different um, direction. You know, I need to think about my goals and um, think about how I'm going to bring myself back. So I think one of the best scenarios for um, this is, you know, you're going out to a match and right before the match, I know a lot of people think like this. They're like, oh, I can't do it. Or, you know, I don't know if I can win this match. Or your head just goes other places. Um, I cut too much weight. I did this. I did that. My warm-up wasn't good. So, um, you know, your head kind of goes everywhere. And I found now that, okay, yes, I'm going to have those thoughts. And I accept that. There's no way I can be like, don't think like that, Skylar, you know. Um, just don't do it. I accept that my brain is going to take me those places. It's kind of inevitable. Um, it's always going to do that. But instead of letting those thoughts consume me, instead, I tell myself, you know, just get through the hands, get to the legs. And I start thinking about my strategy, you know, like, how am I going to get to the person's legs? How am I going to get through their hands? And if I start thinking strategically, my thoughts um, kind of transfer from those negative emotions to, okay, how am I going to beat this person instead of thinking about, you know, I had a bad weight cut or I had a bad warm up. So that's kind of the way I bring myself back to the moment. And um, it's definitely improved my performance because I can't change having a bad warm up. I can't change having a bad weight cut. All of that was, you know, in the, in the past, but I can change you know, how I think about getting through my opponent's hands and getting to my attacks and finishing my attacks. So um, that's definitely been something that's helped me. So I have like three things that I think about, you know, getting through the hands, getting to the legs, getting to a turn. And right before my match, that's all I think about. I don't think about anything else that I can't control. I love it. That's such an important lesson for all the callers that you're shifting your focus away from your thoughts and your emotions towards actionable items, factors that are within your control that you could strategically do. And as you said, a lot of athletes, we get so caught up on how am I feeling? How is my weight cut? How is my sleep? And yes, of course, that's important. But the day of, it is what it is. Whatever mm -hmm. you got, are you going to take these actionable steps or not? Talk about that and, and striking that balance 
we always say to athletes, when you get out there, try to feel as good as you can. Do things to make yourself feel good. But at the same time, don't get caught up in your emotions. Maybe you're feeling good. Maybe you're not. It doesn't matter. So trying to feel good versus not getting caught up in it. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of telling yourself, like, you do feel good, even if you didn't get, you know, a good night's sleep or whatever. It's just, you know, waking up that day and being like, you know, I'm gonna have a good day today. Doesn't matter, I lost sleep or whatever. I remember NYAC tournament last year, I literally did not sleep a second, not one second. I was up all night. I was, you know, I was cutting a little bit of weight. I just couldn't fall asleep. And, you know, I could have wrestled the next day and if I wrestled poorly, been like, you know, I didn't get good sleep. But in my warm up that day, I was like, you know, it doesn't matter if I don't sleep. There's been plenty of people that have gotten no sleep the day before a tournament and have performed well. So I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter. I didn't have a good sleep. It doesn't matter. I didn't have a good weight cut. Like, I'm still gonna do my best today and try to perform the best I can. And, you know, I can't blame my performance on those things. Um, I'm gonna blame my performance on my mindset. So, you know, I woke up that morning and I was like, I'm going to have a good tournament. This is going to be a good tournament for me and I'm ready to go. So just kind of convincing myself that, you know, I did the work and one bad day of a bad weight cut and a bad sleep doesn't take away all the time and effort I put in previously. So I just told myself that and I had a really good NYAC tournament and I feel like that was kind of the beginning of um you know kind of my recent success so i've kind of used that momentum from nyac to now and um you know i've got bumped off the road a couple times but i tried to veer, veer myself back um on that path and now we got lots of competition coming up so i'm excited awesome and if you were if there was a young girl looking up to you young athlete anyone who's they say well what can i do what would your recommendations be for them what are maybe some hurdles that they could overcome or any kind of mental struggles that you that you could foresee that, hey, you would change this in yourself if you were younger? What would you tell them? What advice would you give them? What mental struggles would you tell them to overcome? A young athlete looking up to you. Yeah, I think for – is this for young female athletes or any young athlete? Either. If, you, if it would be the same advice for either, if you would give different advice for a female versus a male, sure. Yeah, I think that, you know, female athletes, young girls growing up, they do face, you know, a lot of barriers even now. So going into a club practice, they might not have another girl to wrestle with or, um, you know, because although women's wrestling is growing a lot, there's still, you know, some clubs that don't have a lot of female athletes right now training. So I think that I would tell them to, you know, keep keep on the journey and that any hardships that they face is going to make them a better person and a better wrestler. Um, you know, there was a lot of things that I had to overcome as a young athlete. I, I didn't always have a female partner. In fact, I didn't have a female partner until I was 18 years old. So, you know, I started wrestling at eight. So for 10 years, I was strictly just training with guys and, um, there were times where I definitely wanted to quit and especially in high school when I had to deal with, um, physical differences and, um, just teenage boys in general. Uh, I think that there were definitely times I wanted to quit, but, you know, I just kind of figured out what my goals were and just tried my best to work through that. And I think that that's definitely made me the person I am today. And I would tell them also to just, you know, be more selfish. Um, I think that that's something that 
I really struggled with until my 20s. I was never selfish. I always felt bad for the guy I was going with because I thought, like, maybe I'm bringing him down. Maybe he thinks I'm bringing him down or um, just things like that. So I always wanted to please other people, and I always um, felt bad if I was, you know, a guy's partner and he was training for a competition. But now I feel like I definitely have a different mindset in that regard. Um, I'm a little more selfish, I think, kind of about like, what I need to do and how people can benefit me. And although I still let them benefit from the practice as well, I'm not solely letting them benefit from the practice. It's a mutual um, thing. So I think that yeah, just being selfish and knowing what you need and what you want is super important. Awesome. Awesome. Great stuff. And I hope all the callers are listening, taking notes, because these are gold nuggets of information. All these little points you're making, these are things we see all athletes struggle with, literally right from youth, right through the Olympic level. So these are, these are common things. It's great information. I appreciate it. Any, where do we send people to get more information for you, to follow you and everything you do? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. My name's just Skygroat, I believe. And I'm also on Twitter. Um, so you guys can follow those accounts. You can message me with any questions you have. Um, I always try to answer, you know, young female athlete questions, especially wrestlers. But, you know, guys can ask me questions, too. I don't think that it's just it's not only females that can ask me questions. It's everybody. And I think that um, you know, you have something to learn from every single person. And so if you guys have any questions or anything about diet, about, you know, practicing with boys or whatever, you guys can reach out to me and yeah, just message me on any social media platform. Awesome, Skylar. Thank you very much. We'll also transfer this video to YouTube and we'll throw your links in the show notes. Thank you. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a great day. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.